Hi friends, this is Damo. And I'm Flip, and this is our new podcast called Flip and Damo Say So. This episode is ASMR. Kidding. Hi friends. Flip, before we get into anything, I am pissed. Why? Because... You know how I'm going through this hair trial? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. called them up to try and confirm my booking on Wednesday. Okay. And they don't have me in the program. Hang on. I know. Hang on. No, because the last time you went, you were on a like a pill cleanse or whatever it was, it's right? It's a washout period. So because I've taken vitamins and stuff that have ingredients yeah. that I'm not allowed to have on the program, I was on a washout period. So, yeah, I get that, but I don't get why. So you call them and they just don't have you on no, the books? No. They're like, what? oh, it's actually now full. The program's full. And I said, I've changed my whole routine and my life and events in my life so that I can go on these two-week injections and they don't have me in the program. So they are going to get a nice Karen email from uh, me. But wait, I, I genuinely don't understand. Like, what was their? What was it? Were they apologetic? Were they? She was. She was apologetic because I said to her, "I was like, are you kidding me? I've like planned everything around this, and you're telling me I'm not in the program." Now. Was your name like on the books? Yeah, I did like the pre-screening and everything, so they know that I was in a washout period. And I said, "Was anyone going to call me to understand yeah. or ask if I'm still?" Proceeding with this, or let you know that you're not in that in the ten, like it's all booked out, right? I genuinely don't believe that. Like I believe you, but that is just odd. So what are you going to do? What are they going to do? Are they going to get you in? Well, they've got another one coming up at the end of November. So I said, you make sure that I'm a part (laughs) of this program. You make sure that my name, Damien Miller, is on the books. Number one. Thank you very much. Be careful though, because it is a trial. They might like poison you or something. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Anyway, so I was livid earlier on today, but now we can do the podcast. Good. I just need to get that off my chest. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I'm a little bit pissed off too, because for anyone in Melbourne knows that we've been having really bad, well, not really floods, but really bad weather. And we had to cancel Lily's 13th birthday party. Oh, no. I know. Her little, so she was having a Halloween dress up party for her 13th. And it has to get postponed to this weekend. So, oh, well, you're still having it. Yeah, I know. But like when you're 13, that's like, you know, you're so excited and, you know, you're like the cool kid because you're having a party. And then she had to postpone it. And it was just a bit sad. But it'll be really fun. Paul and I got our costumes. I will explain next week. But no, we're very excited about that. How was the rest of the week? What have you been doing? Well, I now play Mixed Netball. So that was on Tuesday night, which was really good. I'm center, of course. Oh, are you? Always a center of attention. <laughs> but it was a lot of fucking running. Yeah, I think you underestimate how how tiring it can be. Hundred percent, and like your joints. Yeah, like, we're not young anymore. No, it was really really fun. Well, I really wanted to play with you, but my talons won't let me. Yeah, you could strap them up at the moment. Yeah, because they're short. Because I'm trying to grow them. But although she did tell me to take everything out, I forgot about my nose ring. I forgot about my earring. See, I couldn't even take out my septum. Yeah, no. See, yeah, it'd be too hard. I took off my ring and I was like, mm. yeah, I'm set. <laughs> Forgot about my fucking face. That was good. And then I did Pilates yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. First time ever. Watches. I was very, I was wondering if it was a mistake. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the reformer one. So it's not like on the sex machine thing. Oh, okay. It was just at my gym. They hosted like a little session for the challenge. Cute. And it was so good. Was it hard? Yes and no. So we did this like odd shaped 
position where it's like called the clam. You're lying down on your side yeah. and then you put your knees together and then you open one knee oh, up higher okay. than the other. <laughs> so it looks like you're bloody, I don't know, doing the pelvic floors and stuff, but it's called the clam. Because I struggle with Pilates and yoga because I'm so unflexible. I really, really struggle to hold the positions. I can't do it. So I'm proud of you for doing that. I feel like yoga is a little bit harder because you've got your mindset and you're doing your breathing and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. you've got to be one with the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but this one is more about like, yeah, stability, core, loved okay. it. Well, speaking of um, spirit, what you said before, you've seen the new Hocus Pocus and you hated it, like me. Yes. But that's not what upset me. What upset me was that you said that the first one was terrible. Look, 1993, the acting was so bad. Can I just say Hocus Pocus genuinely is one of my favorite all-time favourite movies, the first one. That's why I was so disappointed at how terrible the second one was. What was, like, good about the first one, The Witches? I don't know if it was just because when I was little that was just what I watched, so now it just makes me feel, like, happy. Do you know what I mean? True. I don't know. It just gives me a bit of a spooky kind of feel, and I just love it. I love everything about it. Do you know what the first one was? A bit dark for yes. a child movie. And that's why I was pissed off when the second one came out, and it's a child's, like, like – get it it's children but the people watching the second one would be all the 90s babies who watched it when they were younger and they made it like a child's movie yeah it's very disney terrible I'll tell you that yeah but the chick that is the main young witch is out of gossip girl so i just associated her with gossip girl who? the whole time the new reboot gossip girl in the new hocus pocus yeah oh which what do you mean the new girl the the young witch one. Oh, see i fell asleep by the end of the second one <laughs> So I don't remember what happened at the end. <laughs> oh, but just the the main girl, like the main normal oh, okay. young girl. She's okay. out of the reboot of Gossip Girl and I just associated that with her. Oh, yeah, they play no. the same kind of character. So she's going to have to try and shake that kind of persona in any other movie that she does. Yeah. No, I hated it. I hated all everything about it. So <laughs> you didn't see the ending where they kind of like wrap up the old ones? No. So should I watch it? Yeah, watch it again. I will watch the last half an hour. That's it. I'm not watching the whole thing again. Yeah, give it a go. I was literally cringing through the whole thing. Yeah, and you'll see that the end end, like right at the end, Mm -hmm. they leave it open for more. Oh, well, I won't be watching. Anyway, so we're obviously still here doing the podcast. It means I didn't win the lotto. No. Next one. Three people won it though, didn't they? Yeah, split. Amazing. So much money. It would change your life. Yeah. So Paul the other day was like, we should start buying tickets. And then today he was like, I've got a really good feeling we should buy one. I'm like, "Mm, should we? Like, maybe we should. Do you know what, though? When you say, I'm having a lucky day or I feel like I'm having a lucky day, the things that you've already made you feel lucky, doesn't that mean then your luck has been used up? So why buy a ticket? Because it's not going to happen. Yeah, true. That was just my thinking. I wouldn't mind buying tickets to win, but like, are we going to win? My grandma was in it for quite a long time. And then she won 35000 <gasps> Yeah, That's great. Yeah. So how much has she, she had to spend to actually get that back? You know what I mean? But it's all like you spend what? I don't know. Is it like 20 bucks a week or 50 bucks a week or whatever? So, yeah, she's probably spent a lot of money on it. But still the fact that just once off she gets thirty five grand. that's awesome. I would love to win it. Oh, great. that would be so good. Now, as we speak right now, your favourite show is, I know. is playing. The favourite show on free to air. Which love is Love Island. What? Love Island. Love Island. Island and is it's back. in Spain. No. It's always been in Spain. Oh, has it? Mallorca, they, yeah. I thought they'd just eaten like Bali or something. No, so they had to do it last year in Pirate Bay because yeah. of COVID or the year before, I can't remember. But 
Oh, it's the best show. I it's- need to. I do need to watch it. Do you know the only thing I don't like about it? You know when they're all coupled, yep. and then they go through the phase where they like separate and they bring new girls and guys in and try and like temper them. Majority of them stick to their partner. And Not it's all boring. the time. Not all the time. Casa Amora, oh, love it. I don't know who that is. That's when. Oh, it- that's what it's called. Sorry, yeah. yeah. That's when yeah. they put the ones in the in the mm. villa into another villa, keep the boys in the main villa, and then bring in the hot girls and yeah. then do the switch. Yes, I will definitely be watching because. I do love it. I just feel like sometimes I watch it and I'm just like, oh, I feel like there's a few episodes that could just not even have to be there. It's amazing. It's like Big Brother, they're in yeah, a villa. Yeah, you're right. It's like The Bachelor because they're all like coupling up and then there's just drama. It's mm. just, it's a recipe for amazing TV. It is good, yeah. And we will be watching it. Are you like dying that you're not watching it right now? Yes. Yeah, I can tell. I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's happening? And then people, are, I'm going to see it on social media because they're everywhere and I'm like, Fuck, I'm gonna miss yeah, out. Yeah, do you know? Do you get to see like sneak peeks of who's in it? Yeah, we already know who's going in okay. and everything like that, but you don't know who they're gonna couple up with. Oh, because I'm already like looking them on Instagram and I'm like, that blonde guy's gonna go for the blonde yeah. girl and that guy's gonna go for her. And yeah, it'll be all right. Well, I will, I promise you, because I do, I do really like the show and I promise you'll keep up to date. Plus, Sophie Monk, yeah, I love her. I do, no love brainer. Her. Yeah, she's great. And the other guy, the Irish guy, don't know his name, but he's like the voiceover, the voiceover, yeah, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Well, it'll be fun and we can keep each other updated because you make me watch a lot of television. Yeah, but you love it. Well, I do, but sometimes, like I've started watching, what's it called? The, the Watcher. Watcher. Liking it so far, but I've now heard by a few different people that it's got a terrible ending. Yeah, we will reconvene on that when yes. we both get to the end. Deal. And uh, back in our Melbourne town, we got Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I just said that so exciting. I think well, you got the day off. Well, that's why I got excited because I'm not a huge fan of Melbourne Cup. Why? Well, because of the whole horse animal cruelty Slaughter, thing. Slaughter, blah, blah. Yeah. Look, I, I'm i not like I'm not going to go there and protest against it, but at the same time I do, I do sit there and go, mm, don't think those horses would be loving that. No. Do but you think the same or? Look, I'm on the fence. I used to be so pro because obviously horse races, you don't think of the underlying issues and the outside things because you just want to get there and get blotto and put a punt on. But then now seeing more about it in the media that horses are dying left, right and centre. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it just upsets me that if one of them, you know, breaks their leg or something, don't they put put them down? They have to. I don't think the race is worth that, 100%. Yep. I think it's really if, – if it was just the fact that they had a bit of a, you know, they were like, oh, you know, I have to ride with someone on me, this sucks, whatever. The fact that their lives do, like, genuinely go to risk, that's what upsets me. But there's so much more that they could be doing as well because there's – the, gl- the trotting ones? Yeah. Like, like if the they shut down, yeah, all of thing. that. Yeah. If they shut down, like, the Melbourne Cup or the horse racing, they'd have to shut down the other ones. Then what about the greyhounds? But it's all because of money. Yeah. And exactly, do you know how exactly. much money they make with people betting, people going to the races? They've mm. got Melbourne Cup Day, Derby Day, Oaks Day. They've got all of this stuff. It's all because of money. Marketing, everything. And that's what I think upsets me. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just don't like. And, look, I'm not a vegetarian, so I'm probably being a little bit hypocritical, but I don't think it's necessary for that to be really happening. Yeah, I don't think we need to maybe have a Melbourne Cup day off and celebrate it that way anymore. Yeah. 
I'm all for the fucking holiday. Yeah, but exactly. like don't make a big thing about it. It's just like a horse mm. race and Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. But let's not get too controversial. Yeah. And that's sad. I feel I feel sad now. Well, actually, another thing I want to talk about mm. that's making me pissed. Where I live in my apartment, there's like a Facebook group. Oh yeah. The Karen's and the Kevin's. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> no, me. It will be me. But they just post irrelevant shit. Basically, we've got a shared bin room, right? You've got three recycling bins and three general bins. And they just get full like so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. The guy who's always on there, he's a serial pest poster, <laughs> posted on there a picture of the girl who lives in Unit 1, her name and everything. Like <gasps> it, was a, it was a name and shame kind of post. Wait, a picture, a face picture of her with her name on there? Not a face oh, picture. So okay. it's a picture of the side of the box yeah. with her address and stuff <gasps> on. So like if you got a parcel, right, and it got delivered, you've got your details on there. Well, she's obviously put all these boxes into the recycling bin and not flattened them. But instead of flattening them and then saying, hey, guys, can you bloody make sure you flatten them? He's took a photo. He's kept them fully like built up in the bin and then just posted it. Oh, my God. I went down the other day and I was like, you're fucking complaining, but you're not fixing the problem. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Or even go to her apartment and say, just next time, would you mind doing that? You don't have to name and shame in public. Do you know what's really funny that you say that? I don't know if I told you this story. I bin drop all the time, right, in other people's bins. But hear me out, I only do it on bin night. Like, so if I've got an extra bin bag, I'll just, like, quickly go next door and chuck it in there. I won't, like, go and put it in people's empty bins, like, before bin night. No way. If they've got it on the street, then they're ready to collect. A hundred percent. So I'm all for with you on that, right? Recently, so the neighbours, they used to never be home, like, to the point where we would genuinely just use their bins all the time. We'd just pull it out because they were never, ever, ever home. I think it might have been something to do with COVID, like they just weren't home. Maybe they were stuck overseas. I'm not sure. But recently they've been home and when we were moving house, I chucked just like a Coles rubbish bag of just shit from the house, right? Obviously someone else had been using their bin as well because everyone just thinks that they're never home. What happened was they wrote a letter and put it in our letterbox and was like, hi, 23, if you're going to use our bin, that's totally fine, but make sure you're putting it in the right bin, otherwise there'll be fines, blah, 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 right? And I was like, okay, you know, fair enough, sorry, you know, we did use your bins. But then the next day I came out and I had a medical, I had to get like a, an, an ultrasound or something on like a lump that I had. I obviously didn't get the, the test done because everything was fine, long story. But she had gone through the bin, pulled it out, which had my medical, look, it's my own fault, I put it in her bin, but she pulled it out, had my name, it had what the ultrasound was and what it was about, and she just placed it neatly so that she knew that I knew that they knew it was me. What the fuck? Yeah. And then I got really a little bit nervous because I was like, oh, I don't really want to have like neighbor wars. And technically, yes, I did use a bin, but I was like, I don't want her to think that we did all of that other rubbish because we didn't. So I wrote a really nice letter back to her with a block of chocolate and just said, hey, you know, just letting you know, we're moving house. Yes, we did put a bag in there. The rest of the rubbish was not ours. And then she wrote another letter back to us and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for assuming it was you. More than happy for you to use our bins you know genuinely we just want to make sure she obviously just wants to make sure we're recycling she probably also felt sorry because it was like a medical certificate (laughs) and i was like whoa okay i get it you now know it was me but like it literally had my name my address and what the ultrasound was for and look i I couldn't care less like i'm a very open person but i was like wow that's a real come knock on our door if you've got an issue yeah exactly don't be that petty exactly you would 
put the letter in our letterbox as well as that. I can't believe I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And now things are fine. We're, we're fine. It's funny you say that. People are assholes. So are. I get it. In a group setting, yes, it is quite annoying because if you've got boxes and you've got to put them in this massive yeah, like skip it's bin. it's inconvenient. Don't, Don't name, name and shame. Yeah. But they just do all this random shit. Like I'm trying to find another one. They just go off for no reason and then it makes me go off and then I'm angry at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my housemate are like, what the fuck? These people need to chill yeah. or get a life. And I knew people who had one of those Facebook groups. They would like take a picture of rubbish next to the bin. It would be like a bottle of Coke or something, an empty bottle. And they'd be like, whoever did this, put it in the bin. Yeah. And then my friends were like, dude, you've got time to take a picture and upload. Fucking pick it up yourself and just put it in the bin. Like, Honestly, is it really that big a deal? Like, there's this another one where on this group where it's like, a, it looks like a puddle. Mm. And it's like, I get it that accidents happen with dogs, but <gasps> please clean this up. And there's like, all these little dots around it as well. So yeah. it actually looks like fucking bin juice. Yeah, okay. Your bin's leaking, sis. <laughs> oh, that's not a wee. Right? There's no way that's I'm like, a wee. I'm like, bet you guarantee these people do not have pets. That's no. not a wee. That's like a spray. Like, there's yeah, there's no way that no. that's a dog wee. The one that always posts is like, there's a committee meeting this week and we've taken some measures to be able to stop this. And I'm like... <laughs> How about you get a spare mop or some shit? Because that is bin oh, juice. Leave it. Who cares? Anyway, I could go on for oh. hours about Karen's and Kevin's. Well, keep us updated because I love this stuff. I, I think will. it's so funny. I will. It will be good. Anywho, what song are you vibing lately? I'm loving, you know, the I'm Good. It's like the blue song, the, the 90s blue give us song. A, give us a jam. I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I'm going to have the best. <laughs> Yeah, the David Guetta one. David Guetta and BB Rexa or something. Yeah. I love it. I think it's such a good jam. Because it's a bit old school, Mm. because it reminds me of the old song, Mm -hmm. but it's like it makes me want to go out clubbing at the same time. Yeah. I I love love it. it. What about you? Mine is a bit of an old school one. Mm. So it's Wafia. What's that? A singer. It's her name. Oh, okay. And it's Heartburn. Heartburn. Oh, yeah. So the other day I was just laying on the couch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to put my downtime playlist on. Yeah. And then this song came on and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put this on repeat. And okay. it's just so good. I don't even know what it is. Can you give me some? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's too slow. <laughs> I'll play it for you after this. But okay. everyone listen to our songs, I think. So I think what- we should do this weekly. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Mm. To see what we're vibing. Yeah, what okay. we're jamming to. Deal. DJ Flippy and DJ Damo. <laughs> DJ by day. <laughs> Demo, the last thing I want to talk about before we get into today's topic, Paul and I went shopping today. We bought arcade games, like full on. So Paul loves Buck Hunter. He's loved it ever since I've known him, right, to the point where his best mate for his Bucks day years and years ago, they hired a Buck Hunter. Anyway, we're at Harvey Norman looking at TVs and speakers. It's really funny because Paul said to me, didn't even know that Buck Hunter was there, but he said to me, if you buy this speaker, I get to buy Buck Hunter, making a joke of it because he's always wanted it. I kid you not, as we were leaving, there were like a few little arcade games. Buck Hunter wasn't even out. It was just in the box. And I was like, oh, how cool are these arcade games? One of them was Buck Hunter. Weird as. I probably should have asked this earlier, but I had to Google what Buck Hunter was. When you told me, can you explain it to me? So it's like a hunting, you have guns, like it's a two player or one player, and these like animals run across the screen like deers and different animals, and you've got to like shoot them. It's just. A fun. It's like a time zone. It's a. It is a smaller version, but it's still like it's like an adult sized game. And then I brought Pac Man. Love it. 
which I thought was only Pac-Man, but there's actually 12 games in it. And you get, I think it's like Space Invaders. There's like a million different Pac-Man games. It's just freaking awesome. So fun. So I can't we're wait very to play. excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very excited. Crack them open. Yes. So this episode we want to talk about a bit of travel because as everyone is aware we spent pretty much two years locked up and now people are really starting to you know you're seeing people going to Bali on their Instagram and overseas and and also what do we have coming up we've got Mardi Gras coming yes. up next year so even though it's Sydney but it's still exciting yeah, it's a little it's a bit trip. of travel it's traveling that's that's fine and I did go to Hawaii this year so yes I and I feel have- like Putting that spell in. Yeah, and we've got some good stories to tell. So we wanted to sort of go through, you know, our experiences and our travel, like where we've been and do a – you've called it a tip and tail, which I have no idea what that means. Please explain. Well, basically a tip for people that want to go to these places and most of the places we're going to talk about are overseas because that's like travel destination. Everyone loves Mm -hmm. a travel bug. Yeah. So the tip is going to be the highlight and a tail is going to be like the shit part. And is this something you have just randomly made up? Yep. Love tip and it. a tail. Cute. Tip and a tail. Tip and a tail. Cool. So where's the kind of first place you've been overseas and how old were you? Okay. So my first ever overseas experience um, was when I was 25 and I did a top deck tour. Fun. So kind of like Kentucky, but I guess you'd say top deck's a little bit more of like a mature age group, I guess. I went with my sister and her husband. I was supposed to go with my partner at the time, but we had broken up. So I just was like, well, I still want to go. And it was obviously with my sister and husband. So we um, we went there. Did you have a spare like ticket or did no, you feel No, like- I don't think we had booked everything. I think he lost a little bit of money, but it wasn't anything too, too crazy, which was good. His loss. Exactly. Basically, we did Paris, Swiss Alps, French Riviera, Florence, Rome, Venice, Austrian Alps, Prague, Berlin, Amsterdam, and London. So I think it was 10 countries in 20 days. So it was wow. two countries per day. No, not, not two countries per day. Two days per country. Right. A lot of traveling because obviously we were on a bus, but it was really, really fun. I'll just go through a couple of like the most memorable things. So Paris, yeah, we saw that Eiffel Tower, which was really beautiful. Nighttime was much better. Question, is there a lot yeah. of dog shit around? No, why? Everyone that I talked to has said like it's a bit dirty. Like, oh, really? Dogs, just shit everywhere. There was a part in Paris that we drove through and I was like, are we in Detroit? <laughs> but besides that, like again, we were there for very limited time as well. Mm. So um wasn't too much of an issue. Swiss Alps, I skydived. Amazing. The best experience I've ever done. That would be my biggest tip if you're going overseas and get the experience of skydive somewhere that is such a beautiful place. Um, it was like snowing. Well, sorry, it wasn't snowing, but you could see snow on the mountains and it was honestly incredible. What time of year did you go? It would have been, I think we went in September, okay. I'm pretty sure. Over where we were traveling, like Rome and stuff, it was boiling. It was pretty warm the whole time, to be honest. But yeah, so skydiving was incredible. We went to Florence, Rome, the one big tale that I will say. We went to Prague, which was absolutely beautiful, stunning like buildings and everything. I had a really bad experience there. So we went to a nightclub. It was like a like a four story nightclub or something. I just wanted to go home. I just couldn't be bothered. So myself and a couple of girls went back to the backpackers. We Hostel. went back there. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were on like a tram or a train or whatever it was over there. And there were these kids on there who were quite clearly, like, I don't know if they were, well, at the time I just thought they were a bit drunk, but it's quite clear that they were on a lot of drugs. So we got off at our stop. They were kind of like bantering with each other. 
on the tram and we just didn't really think anything of it. We got off the tram walking away. Next minute I literally just hear stomping and like beating and I turned around and one of the guys was kidding. Like I'm pretty sure that the guy died. Like I would bet my life that he died. The way that this guy was kicking him and he was down. He was down, knocked out, and he was stomping him kicking him, punching him, and I ran up to a taxi driver and I was like, someone's like killing someone. And he was just pretty much laughed at me. It was like it was just whatever, like this shit happens all the time. It was actually really, really horrible. And then I just feel like that ruined my experience of Prague, to be honest. But it was a really stunning place and everyone who I know has been there say it's absolutely gorgeous. So I obviously just had a bad experience there. And Amsterdam, I mean, Amsterdam was Awesome. We went down the red light district, saw a sex show, which was pretty hilarious to be honest. Ate like hash brownies and was off my face with one of um, the girls that I was on a tour with. We were just pissing ourselves for we, – we ended up by ourselves because we just – couldn't stay with the group. We're all laughing so much. You have to do it there. I oh, can't wait yeah. to go. It was, and everyone there so chilled. It was. Of um, course they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my main tips would be Top Deck was a really great experience. Um, it's a really good way of, you know, seeing a lot of countries in a, a short amount of time. And because you've got the tour guide, it just it helps you show a lot and they take you to things that you probably wouldn't organise yourself. Was it cha-ching expensive or? I don't think it was too expensive to be. I mean, I went on there and I didn't have a lot of money back then, but I mean, it was probably pretty standard. But at the same time, that's kind of my tale as well, because it is great that you get to see a bit of everything, but you don't get a lot of time yeah, at each spot. So, from what yeah, I hear. Yeah. So if there was something you really liked, it's probably good to be like, okay, next time I go on a holiday, I'll spend more time there. Yeah. What, what about you? What, when was your first trip? First time was when I was turning 27. Cute. So it was around December um, 2017, and it was in Fiji. Oh, nice. I've yeah. never been. Never been. It's yeah. beautiful. beautiful. I can imagine. So good. So I went with my partner at the time mm-hmm. and he was in the flight industry. So I had cheap tickets. Oh, amazing. Um, so we made a conscious decision to like try and travel every year from then, which we did. So the stories will come. Fiji's amazing. We stayed on the Coral Coast. So not in Danaru where all the resorts are. So we wanted to go a little bit like authentic into like the villages and stuff first thing i seen was this like little barbecue on the side of the road with this fijian just smoking this hot corn Cute. on the side of the road to sell to like sell. oh that's just adorable pull over have some hot corn and they've got this like special butter you can have like chili butter you can have like sweet butter was it clean it was clean yeah okay. i mean it was literally just the corn that was getting cooked but Cute. You don't know what else has been on the, that barbecue. Of course. But it, it was good. So, yeah, heading to the Coral Coast. And then one story, we went into, like, this village and you had to take this bus ride in. And it was, like, the wildest bus ride ever. <laughs> like, if you think of a school bus, like a school trip that you've taken, times that by 100, how rowdy it was. As, oh, so the people in it. Yeah. Were, okay. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> random villagers going to work and getting dropped off at really? this little city. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> Anyway, so we went into town and we were looking at all these shops and stuff and like wanted to experience it like really culturally. And then this guy invited us into his shop and he's like, all right, have a sit, have a sit. And we're like, all right, what's going on? He's like, oh, have you ever had kava? And I'd had it before. Okay. Yes. Kava. So it's like a a plant that they have over there, but they like squeeze it in this bag with water. Like it's kind of like clay. Okay. Anyway, they put it in this bag and then they kind of squeeze it out so it comes out like pretty easy to drink. And then when you drink it, you kind of like get really lightheaded, hallucinate. Like it's- What? It's really cool. So it's like a drug almost. Kind of like a drug, yeah. 
but not to the certain extent of where you're like hardcore pingers and stuff like that. How long did it last for? Um, it lasts like a few hours, but okay. it was just so dodgy to be in this <laughs> shop where people are coming in and buying like the bowls, like the carver bowls and like all these like wooden little statue things. And there's just a bunch of us in this corner drinking this carver. Wow. Telling stories. It's so funny. <laughs> Cute. I love it. Then we finished there and the guy's like, oh, come back up to the to the hills in the village and we'll cook you up a big feast and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, you're going to be cooking us. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> it was a bit scary. Like the guy, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a guy over there with a motorbike and he can take you up. And I was like, Mm-mm. oh, you're going to get raped. I was like, no, thank you. Not, not today. <laughs> not today. Yeah, besides that. So, my tip would probably be this boat tour we also did, which takes you around on all the islands and stuff like that. You know where Castaway was filmed? Yeah. Fiji. So they take you there, they do their like little tourist kind of show and and then you get to snorkel. It was fantastic. They feed you on the boat. It was great. So do one of those. It doesn't matter which one, just do it. And then a tale is that it's quite expensive. Yeah, I've heard Fiji's expensive. Yeah. So a bottle of Smirnoff over there was like $90. (gasps) 90 AUD. So not expensive as in like compared to like Bali, as in compared to like Australia. Correct. Wow. Because I think they have to import it over, so that makes it expensive. Wow, I wouldn't have thought that. No, but their local produce is pretty good. Yeah, and people are friendly. Very friendly. Vanaka, which means thank you. (laughs) Vanaka, bula. (laughs) Where was your next trip? Bali was my next one in 2018, I think. Wait, when did you go? 2018. What month? Uh, June. June. I went in June. No, you didn't. I went in June. No, you didn't. I was there from the 9th of June to, I think, like the 16th. Are you serious? 100%. What date? Because I was on the 15th. No, sorry, 14th, I because I checked my photos before. Yeah, so we were there from the 9th to the 16th, and then we went to Gilly Tea after that. Oh, Gilly Tea, what's that? Little Island. Oh, we were at Bali the exact same time. That's wild. Wow. Did you stay in Seminyak? Um, Look, I don't really know where we stayed, to be honest. <laughs> Probably I'm really, I'm really bad with geography. Bali was awesome. I yep. can't believe, imagine if we like saw each other and we didn't even know. We probably passed each other on the street. <laughs> scooter or something. Amazing. <laughs> um, so I actually went for a CrossFit trip because oh. um, Paul's best mate owned a gym at the time. We went for like, it was like a fitness holiday or whatever for a week. And then Paul and I stayed on for an extra, I think, week. It was really, really good. I would say that my tip, get a private villa. Mm. So we had this... It was like all fenced off and it was just ours. It was like a little, um, like it wasn't huge. It was like a little hutty kind of, that sounds really dodgy. It wasn't. It was stunning. Um, Had our own pool and stuff. So we were just like literally walking around, swimming naked, just doing whatever we wanted. If we wanted like a private waiter to come in and like cook us dinner, we would just order that. But I think just the fact that it was so private was really nice. Mm. My tail, be careful at the monkey places. See ya. So I got bitten. <laughs> so the Where did dogs- it bite you? On my arm. So I've actually got a video of it because Paul was GoProing at the time and I love animals. So I was like, oh, my God, I hope they jump on me. And they did. And I had about three on me at once. One of them bit my arm and I was like, babe, get it off me, get it off me. And then I was petrified I was going to get rabies. Oh, my God, right. So everyone that we were on the CrossFit camp with, they're all like vegan, whatever. And they're like, you'll be fine. You don't need a vaccination. And I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. I went back to the villa. And I thought it would be a great idea to, to YouTube rabies. Oh, no. 
Paul was like, babe, we're, we're going to go get you a needle because he was like, look, the chance of me getting rabies was so low because I was at the monkey park or the monkey sanctuary or whatever where they actually say that a lot of people go there and they haven't found a case of rabies in any of the monkeys for ages. So the chance of me being fine was so high. I was still just so paranoid because they say that sometimes you don't see symptoms for like six months. Yeah. And I was like, what if in six months I just start like frothing at the mouth? <laughs> petrified so we went to this dodgy as doctor which is just their normal doctor i got the rabies injection and then i had to get another one or another couple when i went to melbourne i think i got two in bali but there was a guy there who got bitten by one of their dogs and the dogs in bali that's another tale you just want to pat them no they are like some of them I'm like, how are you alive? Like they look – it's really quite sad. It is. It's disgusting. And his needles were like thousands of dollars. Mine was like 500 bucks. His was thousands and thousands of dollars. And I got all mine back in insurance as well. Oh, amazing. So that would be my main tip and tail. I love it because you're probably like, you don't know what the fuck is in that vaccination. Could be just saline or something. (laughs) And the doctor was just in their thongs. Like it was so (laughs) – I was like, how is this okay? But no, I think, yeah, Bali's just so chill and so – like. There's so many more stories, but at the end of the day, that's pretty much it. I love Bali. Yeah. I would go back in a heartbeat. I can't believe we were there at the same time. Right? Amazing. I was in, I was in Seminyak yeah. and I went with my housemate and my boyfriend at the time because he was a flight industry. I totally agree with the private villa. We had mm. our own pool. We had our so own kitchen. Nice. We could have asked for a chef. We never did, but we could have asked him to come cook. It was great. Two yes. little bedroom one. And they're so polite. The yeah. people there are beautiful people. And I just love that the bathrooms are like outside. Yeah. Like you don't see that often here. So it was just like really cool to have. And I think, however, at night time, it was just ridden with bugs. Oh, really? It was hot. It was, yeah. The bathrooms were just had bugs everywhere. Oh. I don't remember that. Maybe it was where we were because we had a lot of like rice paddy fields around yeah, us. Yeah, but and you're stuff. weird because just as we were recording the start of this podcast, like as in tonight, you were like, we need to pause. We need to get that fly out. And I was yeah. like, what fly? One, it was going to come up on the microphones because it's like <laughs> buzzing as loud as like people snoring. And two, it was just crawling <laughs> on the window, which is distracting me. And I didn't like it. Anyway, we got it out and he's safe. Anyway, Bali, tell me about what's your um, tip and tail. All the places to go out clubbing. It's definitely an Australian club scene. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. My tale about that is Iraq, which Iraq. is basically their version of vodka. And some of the Iraq that they sell is siphoned through petrol. What? So it's like moonshine. <gasps> I Googled it earlier and it's basically- Is it like absinthe? Worse. <gasps> Iraq is Balinese moonshine, traditionally <gasps> distilled in the islands east and used in religious ceremonies. Well, a ceremony to like make everyone blind drunk. <laughs> So we went to Potato Head, started there, went to Motel Mexicola, ended up at La Favela. Then I ended up in a gutter somewhere <gasps> and my tooth was there. <gasps> Knocked my tooth out. <laughs> Question though, do you drink it or shot it? So you can put it in a cocktail or you can shot it. Like wow. it is, it's vicious. So it's literally a mixer. Sorry, it's it's the alcohol that it's you can alcohol. mix stuff with. Okay. Yeah, so it's basically their vodka. And what? so what happened to your tooth or you don't know? I don't know where my tooth was, but it chipped and I fucking... <laughs> Was still drunk the next morning. My partner at the time, he used the um, insurance, yeah. called him up and said, look, we need a dentist. My partner's tooth is like missing. We need to get this fixed. <laughs> so we got a taxi to this longest fucking place ever. You went and got it fixed in Bali. Bali. Yeah. Cost 120 bucks to put a cap on my tooth. I didn't know you've got a cap on your tooth. Yeah. Wait, have you had it changed since? No. <gasps> and when they were doing it, they said it's probably only going to last two to three years and it'll fall out. Still going strong. Oh, my 
my goodness. Yeah. You would honestly not even be able to tell. I genuinely never knew that. And every time I go to the dentist, they're like, they did a great job. <gasps> and they're not really known for dental work in Bali. I think I would prefer to wait till I got home, yeah. to be honest. No, I looked a mess. <laughs> and I still had to go to Gilly Tea and everything <laughs> like that. So I, w- I needed my tooth. <laughs> We were meant to go to Omnia that day. What's that? It's down the bottom of Bali okay. in Uluwatu where yeah, it's yeah. that big, mm. big oceanside club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Couldn't go because obviously I was still drunk slash <laughs> missing a tooth. So your tail essentially would just be like look out for how much you drink. Look out and- for how much you drink and look out for a rack. <laughs> okay. Deadly. But the tip is a bike ride. Okay. 100% book a bike ride. Go around the paddy fields. Look Aww, at all of cute. the villages there. We went to this like little local village and completely different to Fiji. Trying to get taken up to the mountains to get eaten. We actually got fed. They cooked this like traditional little Balinese like meal and this little family brought us into the house and it was so cute. Oh, that's adorable. Went through the whole family lifeline and the head of the house is going to pass it down to the next in line. Like it was kind of like a little like hierarchy. Oh, yeah, cute. It was, was cute. All right, so bike ride and stay away from Iraq. Just Iraq. sounds scary. Iraq. Iraq. Oh, I'm saying Iraq. That's why it sounds scary because isn't that where the bombs are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. That makes sense. want to quickly interrupt because I forgot to talk about my my London trip. Oh, okay. So my one are of my Are you from th- London? <gasps> Remember how I said that to the guy on the bus the other day? Oh, my God. Hello. Yes. Oh, you're from London. You're from London. He's like, what are you talking about? And he about? didn't understand it, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Anyway, um, so my one of my best friends moved over there years ago now and we went and I went to visit her and she. this is just a little cute story. She lived above a, like a little restaurant kind of thing that sold like burgers, chips. I can't remember what else it was to be honest, but I just remember their burgers. It was so funny because what would happen, you, you would call and make the order when it was ready, they would get the broom and bang the roof <laughs> to let us know it was ready. And then we just opened our window and they like, I can't, I can't remember, I think they had like a big pole and they just like delivered it up to our window. That's it was amazing. So, Because she made friends with them obviously, so it was just a bit of fun. But it was so hilarious. It was like off a movie, like your dinner's ready. Like it was awesome. That is so yeah. good. So that's something that I just quickly wanted to say. But that's pretty much my trips, the main ones I've done sort of overseas. I just want to go back to this London story because I had a friend. The what? The London story. Oh, yeah. I had a friend that lived in the city in Melbourne and they lived just above Schnitz (gasps) in the city. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, imagine if they had that situation. Yes. I mean, it would be easier for everyone. Just a bit of a bang on the roof. Right. Dinner's ready. That is amazing. (laughs) I love that. But, yes, I have been to a couple more places. So then 2019, Mm -hmm. as the trends go, 17, 18, 19, wanted to keep exploring the world every year. About the same time. So we went in May, June to LA. It was great. Loved it. DragCon, we went there. So it's like a RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. That was really cool because it was at the Staples Center, which is well known. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, we also went to a Dodgers game there. Oh. So fun. Is that baseball? Yeah. Bl- yeah, okay. So fun. Don't cool. know what the fuck or how the game works. but You're it was there just for the experience. 100%. Yeah. We had this disgusting drink called a Michelada. Probably butchered that, but it's like spiced beer. They put all these spices, tomato juice, and then in beer. Uh, Nah. It looks really fucking cool. And then it tastes like shit. Mm. Um, And then we went down to San Fran. Loved it there. Oh, the old smelly seals are down there. Like animals? Like real seals. Oh. There's like this platoon that they just all stay there. We went over to the jail, you know, whatever it's called, Azkaban. No, that's Harry Potter. (laughs) 
<laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Did a ghost tour there. Phew. Did the whole like, you know, generic things when you do the first trip to US. And then we went to Vegas. Oh. Love it. Amazing. Vegas itself is a tip. You just have to go. What you do you just, mean a tip? It's tip. Tip of the tail. Oh, I thought you meant tip is in like like the bin. No, 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 no. Oh, tip is okay. in like it's the top. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. You walk off the plane, bam, straight away slot machines. Really? Like the, At the airport, airport is like a casino. Okay. It's wild. Yeah. And then it's basically like a playground. You've got hotels that have these like rides in them. They've got like exploding volcanoes. They've got, well, I stayed at the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Fancy. <laughs> And it's got this fountain show out the front. Like, it's phenomenal. If okay. you can ever go, yeah. Do is it. it expensive? It's not like the US is the, is not expensive, but when you convert it to the dollar, yes. Mm-hmm. That was like Hawaii. Then when we went this year, wanted to buy a shirt at HM. It's like 50 bucks. <gasps> like 50 bucks USD. And then if you come back to Australia, it's the same price 50 bucks AUD. Yeah. So okay. if you convert that, you're actually paying more. Yeah. Besides that, it was great. So the tip for my LA trip in 2019 would probably be just to have more time. And the tail is then obviously on the back of that lack of time. Yeah. We also stayed at Hollywood, like pretty much dead center on. Um, Santa Monica Boulevard, and it was just not the best. Oh, as in overrated? Like you feel well like you're overrated. in Hollywood and then you're just like, okay, I'm just like not? Not even that. Like Hollywood is, yeah, definitely movies and all that, which they showcase too much, but it just felt dirty, dry. Like San Fran was so much better. It was like mm-hmm. more alive and, and welcoming mm-hmm. and it was completely different vibe. Well, you've done it. I feel like it's good to say that you've done like America in general yeah. and Hollywood. Yep. And then tip for Hawaii, it's just the culture, yeah. the lifestyle. I can imagine. It is Amazing. Is everyone just chilled? And Everyone's like- chill. So good. We watched a, um, what are they called? Uh, the, like the hula girl? Yeah, yeah, a hula dance, a hula show, just by like a local. It was a free one on the side of the beach. Oh. Just the passion that they have and like the family, the drive, like the, it's just so mm-hmm. loving. You haven't talking about spoken about Hawaii. Oh, well, Hawaii, that was this year. Speaking about it now. <laughs> But, yeah, obviously we couldn't go in 2020 or 21 because we're locked down. I'm going to try and keep this trend alive yeah. and keep going on a destination every year. But the tail for Hawaii was probably how expensive it was, like yeah. that H&M example. But it's just 100% go to Hawaii with a bunch of friends. Amazing. Okay. We also stayed at the Big Island in Hawaii. Okay. Where the volcanoes are. Scary? Not scary at all. Oh, okay. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The way they explain it, that if they were to erupt, they've got so much technology around them that they would – no, in a heartbeat. Even you know what I mean? Happen, yeah, okay. And then by the time it like got to a village or something like that, it would give you at least seven days. Oh, really? Yeah. So the closest village would, would be like seven days if it erupted. Oh, I thought you were going to say like seven hours. No, nah, seven days. I remember that. I don't think there was hours, but again, the whole village would be gone. Yeah. I'm What's like, why sad. would you build something so close to that knowing yeah. any minute it could erupt? Oh, no, thank you. But it was wild and we mm. went to the Jurassic Park Ranch. Cool. And, like there's just so much to see and do. I loved it. And beautiful weather, I'm guessing. Great weather. Yeah. Although mm. it did rain, but when it rains, it's still just enough to kind of cool your skin off. Yeah. It's like tropical kind of and yeah. Yeah. But if it rains in Cairns. Oh, it, you're like frizzy. And- you're still, yeah, you're sweltering. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's completely different atmospheres, but 100%. Recommend. All right. Sounds good. Speaking of cans. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Is that near Port Douglas? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Port Douglas for a wedding. Yes. I remember you told the stories in the Oh, yeah. With the drop toilets. (laughs) Um, 
So I want to quickly say we went on a on a snorkeling trip, like a little boat trip, mm-hmm. and it was outside of Coles and the ladies were like, oh, do you want, you know, cheaper snorkeling, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, awesome, that would be great. 100%. So we go there and we're like, oh, what's the catch? She goes, all you have to do is come to our accommodation. You catch a bus. It was like a five, ten-minute bus ride. She goes, all we want you to do is to see our accommodation, see our resort in the hope that, you know, if you come back or if your family comes here or whatever you can recommend our resort i'm like done it was a good deal like we got the snorkeling for really cheap so we get there they give us a bit of tour and we look around i'm like yeah this is beautiful give us our tickets like so we can go they end up putting us in this room and then sitting us down and and they were like oh jimmy will be with you in in a minute they were trying to sell us timeshare oh no damien i'm usually pretty like oh you know thank you like i'm usually pretty kind and polite it got to the point They were fully asking, like, what do you do for work? You know, trying to buddy-buddy us. And then I ended up saying to them, we are not going to buy timeshare. And he's, like, talking about how much money we've got in our bank, how much money we earn, all this. I ended up saying to him, listen to us. (laughs) We came here because we were told all we had to do was look at your accommodation and recommend it. If we had have known that it was about you selling us timeshare, we wouldn't have even come here. I'm like, so we, we want to go. They put us in a room and made us watch a movie on timeshare. And I was saying to him, I'm like, we don't have many days left here. It's beautiful weather. All we want to do is be out of this room right now. They're like, oh, hang on a minute. Well, have I got a deal for you? Normally it would be this much, but today, mate, you could make it $1,000. I'm not going to do it. Like we don't – it was expensive. It was like 50K or something ridiculous. And they were trying to like make it more effective by saying, oh, we'll do it for 48. And I'm like, no, but we got our snorkeling trip for cheap. Did you snorkel before or after? After. Uh I still gave it to you. Yeah. In saying that, timeshare's amazing. One of our friends has it and it's pretty good if you use it. Yeah, But we wouldn't use it. No. That's my little tale of What a waste of time. Oh, my gosh. Such a waste of <laughs> time. <share. laughs> so yeah, that's basically my my main stories. I love it. Where do you want to go to next? Do you think? I just love Bali. I know everyone's like go somewhere else, and I get that. But like, it's just it's, an easy trip oh, for Australians. It's beautiful. 100%. It's cheap. Good weather. The people are lovely. I think I want to go to America just so I can say I've been there. Yeah. So next year, me and my housemate, we're trying to plan a trip to Portugal, Spain, Morocco. <gasps> Because it would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Morocco, he was showing me this place that is like all blue. Everything's blue. I need to look it up. Well, while you're doing that, I want to quickly say, I forgot to tell everyone, I also went to Norway before our Top Deck tour and that was amazing. Very expensive. Wait, where'd you go? Sorry? Norway. You just left that off People the list. there, because it wasn't part of the Top Deck. That's why I forgot. Oh. Everyone there was complete assholes, but beautiful place. After the Top Deck tour, I also went to Greece to visit my auntie. I know. I can't believe I just forgot then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've been to more places than I have now. Sorry. So I can't pronounce this place, but That's I'm okay. going to help. Get the help. Shelwin. One more time. Chef Shalwin. Chef Shalwin. Chef Shalwin. Okay. Chef Shalwin. City in Morocco. Okay. So Google it and it's basically like this blue city. <gasps> the walls are blue. The stairs are blue. It looks so Why though? amazing. What? Is that painted? I- I'm assuming. It's just a it's rich beautiful. history. I want to find out more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like everything stands out. It's the most colourful city around the world. Well, I would disagree because it's just all blue. It's colourful. Like all the pots and stuff make it pop. Oh, cute. We've got red, yellow, green. Red and yellow and green and blue. But yeah, I, I'm one to want to learn more about what's out there because mm. I'm a very like narrow-minded Queenslander, obviously. <laughs> we don't do much up there. Yeah, and you think I'm in the sticks where I live 15 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thought we'd have an episode without that. <laughs> Definitely want to go there. Morocco would be like a highlight, I reckon. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. Portugal would just be fantastic. So many beautiful men over there, yeah. I think. <laughs> and then, yeah, Spain. Nice. Obviously, Barcelona. Yeah. Where? Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. 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 Nice. Ibiza in Spain. Oh, my God. I forgot to say about my Greece trip. We went to Mykonos to, to a party, an island, and all I wanted to do was go home and my sister and her husband, get her a vodka Red Bull, get her a vodka. Oh, Jager bomb. I think I had two. Mate, I was on the tables. I had the Best night, like one of the best nights I think I've ever had. So what's different? I think I forgot about, what do you mean? What's different? You do that here. I know. <laughs> you could just say you did that in Mykonos. <laughs> Embarrassing moment. When I first seen the word Mykonos. Oh, no. Mykonos is <laughs> how I would say it. Wait, do you want to tell everyone about what you call a bugle? No, that's for another day. Okay, no, I'm going to tell them. We were at a trivia night and he saw the word bugle written down and he goes, what's a bugly? <laughs> I say it in my mind as how I read the words. So, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, amazing. That's where I want to go next. I think. Nice. But if we don't get to because uh, there might be stuff going on with his employment, we might go to maybe just Mexico, oh, Cancun, amazing. Tijuana. Is Mexico dangerous though? No. So those areas. So Cancun or Tijuana, safer to go. Okay. If you go like probably south, more south of Mexico, that's where you're getting into the deep kind of like narcos kind of like okay. the okay. bad areas. But yeah, it'd be great to go there. Mm. There's a place that I've heard is it all expenses paid hotel, adults only areas and everything like really? that. Yeah. Basically you pay your money up front and then you can just do whatever you want. You get unlimited drinks, yeah. food, entertainment, everything. Because you get these like little bands. Yeah. So pretty much anywhere you can go in Mexico that they have that for Amazing. the tourists. Right? No yeah. brainer. Or if we don't do that, we might do Central America. I don't know too much on that one, but I'd have to Google it. I feel like we could talk hours on this. Yeah, no, I've, I feel like there's so much stuff I missed out on. But we can do like a travel part two eventually. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Who definitely. doesn't love talking about travel? Exactly. The listeners would love it. Yeah. Hope you guys love it. And book your next holiday now. Actually, if there was a sign that you wanted to book your next holiday, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Get it on there now. Flight Center, not sponsored, <laughs> but definitely jump on. Cool. So I think that's enough of the travel stories. I think we're going to have to do a 2.0 episode in the future because, again, everyone loves travel and I loved the tip in the tail concept. And there's so much that I forgot to add in. Yeah, we've got to have <laughs> stories left, right and centre. Yeah. So as usual, guys, please follow us on our Insta at Demo Say So. Next episode, we're really going to focus on our NGLs, our Not Gonna Lies. So if you can please go on. We have got a lot and we're so thankful for everyone who has put them in. Um, but we did want to focus an episode on them, which will be this episode. So, so if yeah. you've got something to say, definitely say it. It's yeah. 100% anonymous. You can grill us if you want. We will 100% and talk about it next week. Because that's what we want as well. Like we're not going to get anywhere unless we have good and or bad feedback yep. and we're totally open to that. You know, having a podcast, we're on a social platform, so that's what we want. So say what you want and, yeah, next week we're really going to drill into it. So we're really excited. Yeah, it's almost like mailbags is what yeah. people say. Super keen to know what you all think and, like, give it to us hard. Go for it. We don't care. Love it hard. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll catch up next week. Enjoy the weekend. Bye. Bye. 
I'm missing Love Island for all you listeners. Feel special.